0: Welcome to the Great Detectives of Old Time Radio. From Boise, Idaho, this is your host, Adam Graham. If you have a comment, send it to me, box13 at greatdetectives.net. Follow us on Twitter at Radio Detectives and become one of our friends on Facebook. Facebook.com slash radiodetectives. Well, before we do get started, I do want to let you know that this episode's brought to you in part by the support of our listeners. And I want to thank Josh and Edwards so much for their support. And you too can support the show at support.greatdetectives.net. You can also mail in a contribution at the address shown there, P.O. Box 15913, Boise, Idaho 83715. And uh, you can contribute monthly at patreon.greatdetectives.net. Well, uh, Ellery Queen moved from an NBC summer series over to ABC for its very last uh, run uh, over American radio. Uh, The series uh, began uh, on November the 27th of 1947, and there were some changes to the cast. Larry Dopkin was still the star, but the uh, supporting cast received... uh, uh, upgrades all around. Virginia Gregg as Nikki Porter, Herb Butterfield as, uh, Inspector Queen, and Alan Reed as Sergeant Vealey. Has to be one of the stronger, uh, cast of any detective show, and we'll see how they do. So here now from November 27th, 1947, is the saga of Ruffy Rocks.
1: Ellery Queen. In the interest of a safer American home, a happier American community, a more united state, the American Broadcasting Company and its affiliated stations bring you Ellery Queen. I dedicate this program to the fight against crime, not merely crimes of violence and crimes of dishonesty, but crimes of intolerance, discrimination, and bad citizenship, crimes against America. The American Broadcasting Company presents a new series in the career of Ellery Queen, celebrated fighter of crime. As usual, Ellery invites you to match with him as he relates the mystery. And before revealing the solution, he gives you a chance to solve it. Tonight, Ellery's guest armchair detective, who will represent you home armchair detective, is Mr. McCullough St. John. And now, here's Ellery Queen himself, your host for the next half hour. Thank you, Paul Masterson. And good evening, ladies and gentlemen. For Dad, Nicky, the sergeant, and myself, this is a happy occasion. And to celebrate it, we're going to tell you a particularly unusual story tonight. I call it The Saga of Ruffy Ruck. <laughs> Who? come in. <laughs> it's okay. I'm alone. Something wrong? Reno, I don't like it. Hmm? I don't like it. Why? No particular reason. Call it a hunch. But everything's going great, Hillary. I'm in the mob with both teams. I still don't like it, Reno. I'm pulling you off. No. Yes. We'll get Ruffy Ruck some other way. Pack your bag, Reno. You're going back west tonight. That murdering bat got my brother Charlie in the back while I was in New Guinea. That sort of brings out my stubborn streak. You'll get you too. Look, Reno, I pulled a boner. this. It, this isn't going to work. I know. I feel Rux is onto you. Pack your back. Pack it and hit for home. Uh uh-uh. uh. My hero. That medal of honor gone to your head? A nice pitch, Henry. But you can't scare me and you can't rile me. I'm delivering Rux. <laughs> I don't know why I love you, Reno. <laughs> <laughs> How's it face? I'll have me a look. Mighty pretty. No, no, Alice, you better let me. Okay. Clears my gal's Adios. Reno, I... It... Yeah. No. Good luck, old man. <laughs> Thanks, old lady. We know. We know. You whistle like I said, now we. Rocky are And Glitch. Hi. Glitch. You sure yes? Just getting in his bus, Ruffy. <laughs> oh, him. Yeah. <laughs> Some gumshoe tried to pump me, Ruffy. Make with a window, Glitch. You can imagine how far he got. <laughs> Say, how'd you Houdinis get in here? Uh, wait, Glitch. Oh, the closet. Yeah. You got in while I was out for a bite. Hid in the closet. What's the matter, Ruffy? Don't you trust me? That is heater, Glitch. Uh Uh-huh. Other side of the womb, we know. Just like that. Give me about as much chance as you gave my brother. Yes, we know. You uh things. He's still trying to come. Yes, Mason. You're not kidding, Glitch. what I do now, Russ? Bleed to death? Now you'll receive my special canary treatment. Glitch, turn up that radio. Glitch, you give it to me. Quick. He'd give it to me. Turn up the radio. Yes, Allie. Just the way we found it, Maestro. Get roughy (laughs) rucks. Have us, Ruff. Hmm? He doesn't even know he's doing it, baby. Doing what? That music you've been playing, Ruffy, with those two silver dollars of yours. Oh. <laughs> well, lucky bucks, Sarge. Uh, some mugs carry a Wabbit's with respect. Me, I carry my cartwheels. I once won these two babies up to ten grand, and we on the that... <laughs> I mean, I always carry them. see what I mean? Uh-huh. Yeah, Well, if that's all, i Rux? Hi, Eloy. Rux, I've been watching you for the last 20 minutes. I'd heard about your two silver dollars, but I wanted to be sure. It's no secret, Eloy. You thought you left a corpse in that room today, Rux. But you underestimated Reno's will to live. Great little guy, Reno. He left me a message. Wrote my name down, I suppose. Yes. In a way. We found blood in his right-hand pants pocket where he'd groped for something. In his right hand, we found one silver dollar, two silver dollars. Well, the mug was from Nevada. They all carry cartwheels out there. For homesick. <laughs> Is that all you got? Wait. Oh, you got some real evidence. Something they could hang on me in a courtroom. Wait. That's sort of. Talk to the DA. He won't touch it, my son. No case. Not a chance, will you, Oh, my. No. Didn't you find Not a it? thing? Rux gets away with this one, too, sir. Yeah. Give me a favor, please. Leave the two of us alone. Come on, Vic. Right,
2: here, yeah. Where are you
1: going? You're walking out on us Inspector? <laughs> What are you going to do, Eloy? Get tough?
2: <laughs>
1: Don't think it's a so hard, tally. I'm just too smart. Always play safe. Always got an angle. Always lucky. That's what we work. <laughs> I'm so smart, I'm changing the scenery. I didn't know that. Yeah, I had my one in New York. Did all right for myself, too. Now I'll get some other yokels to break it. I would not set the post weight for a week. I just had some unfinished business. So <laughs> have I, Rux. I'm putting that one down in my book, Queen. Rux! Hey! Let him go, really. We can't hold him. Hillary, what happened? My dad, I... Uh... I think I broke my hand.
2: Mickey Porter speaking. Ellery's secretary. Hi. Well, all this happened over a year ago while I was on vacation. When I came back to work, I found Ellery Wilde. Ruffy Rucks had quit New York. Disappeared. Ellery wanted to throw up everything and go hunting for him, but the inspector sat on him, and his hand was broken. After a while, he cooled off, and another case came along, and that seemed to be that. But then, only a few weeks ago, Ellery and I dropped into Inspector Queen's office at police headquarters.
1: Morning, Dad. Sergeant? Morning, uh, morning Ellery. Boy, what's the matter? Somebody died? Ellery. Yes? Remember Ruffy Ruck? Ruff? Ruck. Ruff. What about him? Finally found out where he is. He's in California, my son. Poor California. Dad, how do you know? I had a call this morning from the Los Angeles DA's office. Seems a man named Google, victim of a gang feud. Made a dying declaration naming Ruffy Rux as the man who shot him. Oh, that ought to call for a celebration. Yes, why all the gloom? This Google shuffles off before he can make a face-to-face identification of Rux. They suspect a man out there who calls himself Max Rozelle. If they can prove Rozelle is Rux, it's a gas chamber for our old friend. So L.A. is asking for a file on Rux and by Tundra. it's gone. Gone from police headquarters? How can it be? Last month, Maestro, we suspended a police steno here for suspicious criminal connections. Oh. Now blast that spy. Right in headquarters. Now with Rux's photos, measurements, prints, and record missing, we can't help L.A. Yes, we can. Well, how, Maestro? Rux never served time. There was only one file on him in existence. That file was here. Now it's gone. I sent or somebody out there, to make a personal identification. But I can't spare a man right now. I'll do it. You? Sure. Yes. But, Ellery, that magazine commitment. You... Yes, I'll have to clean that up first, won't I, Matthew? Uh, Dad, notify the DA's office. I'll be in Los Angeles in ten days. Rux will be tipped to that, son. That kind of news gets around. Isn't he in the clinic? They couldn't hold him indefinitely just on suspicion, Miss Porter. Mike, take to it. You never get to the DA's office, Ellery. I'll get there. <laughs> Los Angeles, watch your please. It's here now. you heard the man, Nicky. Huh? What's the matter with you? Why do you keep looking over your shoulder?
2: You see that tall fellow back there? He looks enough like you, Ellen, to be your brother. Doesn't he? You noticed him
1: long <laughs> ago. <laughs> Come on, Nicky.
2: California, here I am.
1: Nicky, stop here on the steps. Hmm? I want to see if he passes us. Oh, darn it, something flew in my eye. Oh. Dear, would you take it out? Here, use my handkerchief be
2: passing us, Nicky. If you'd only hold still.
1: Just ask him, know.
2: How's that? Did I get
1: oh, it? Oh, thanks, dear. Yes. To tell or not to tell, that's the question. There he goes. Hm. Let's go. You're nervous. <clears throat> i he's trembling all over. Well, I'm nervous. Then why didn't you stay home? Who's there? Get your gun ready. Oh, you bloodthirsty wench. Yes? Is that Queen? Celery Queen? Yes. McLagan's the name, Detective McLagan, L.A. Police Department. Wow. My, uh, my orders are to get you down to the D.A.'s office in one piece, Mr. Twain. This way, sir. Car's right over there behind the hangar. Thanks, Max. Oh, my secretary, Miss Porter. Oh, how do you do?
2: Hello. Now I feel better, Detective McLagan. I really do. Oh. <laughs> I'm just shaking.
1: Yeah, Ruffy rucks. is no bargain, miss. That is, if this is Max Roselle is rucks. Oh, right this way. Oh, tell me, Max... How did you know I was Ellery Queen, huh? Well, I had your description, Mr. Queen. Here's the card. Well, I don't have yours. You don't? What do you mean? Let me see your credentials. Well... No, no, keep your hands in sight. It's the... all right, Nicky. This fellow is an imposter. Ellery,
2: look out behind. Hey! Oh!
1: That's for the crack in the jar, No. Help! Help! Got him in, Bobby. Out. thank you. bait, a Oh, Hey, whoa, if you say, where am I, Nicky, I'm going to put you right back to sleep. All right. How are you feeling? Oh, awful.
2: I've had the dance dream. It wasn't dream.
1: You wish of it.
2: why my hit?
1: Chloroform. We were both given the dreamland treatment. oh. Don't even know how long we were out. You're taking my watch away and all the contents of my pocket. My purse? Uh huh. You know.
2: The man who hit you from behind had a jaw like a rock cracker, a face like a fig, and he pronounces his R's like W.
1: Mr. Ruffy Ruck.
2: Well, that's what I thought. He's gonna kill us. I don't think. So. Oh, you're such a gentleman. Holly, don't try to kid me. You're a minister, Rux, and he's got you just wearing one. Not to mention me.
1: Pretty nice for an execution chamber, wouldn't you say, Nicky? Huh?
2: Well,
1: not exactly the devil of Wilshire, but uh, not a dank, dark cellar either. And we've been treated very gently, barring the initials, you No, Nicky. No, Rux is up to something. But it's not murder. You hope. I think. All right. Huh? Relax. Be smart, Swing. Well... If it isn't Detective mcLagan You, actor. Go on in, Glitch. I'll cover him from here. Just yes, remember, Mac, it's my back. Yes. It's not charge. Glitch. Oh, of course, Ruffy's torpedo when he isn't on the trigger himself. He, Mac? I'm famous. Come on, come
2: on. What are these? Arsenic
1: sandwiches? Shut up. Whatever it is Rux is up to, Mac, you don't care for it. Well, you don't move. Come on, Glitch. Yeah, dry old, Mac. So I said to Ruffy. Knock them both off and we get out of
2: it. it wouldn't really be arsenic, would it?
1: Wait, Nicky. No, no, no Nicky, don't touch the center.
2: Well, I could get it right out again.
1: It might be dope. Now, if only I had something to open that door with.
2: You could fly out the window. There was a window. Yeah. Oh, what's the matter? Quit stalking me. Your hair. My hair. Oh, I mean, Don't
1: well, no back away from
2: me. Stand <laughs> still, will you? <laughs> Ellery. What? This is the serious thing. You were both practically dead, and you're playing with my hair. Ouch.
1: <laughs> you do have one. One? One. One what? Bobby bin, Mickey. A bobby pin, Nikki. A bobby pin is going to pick that lock gangway. <laughs>
2: You did it.
1: Quiet. Be careful. Uh-huh. Here goes.
2: <laughs> all clear, Nicky. There's a front door and it's open. let
1: I'll remove my purse. Oh, it's darling. And the truck from my pocket, even my watch. That's it. Compact. It's all here. Perfect gentlemen. They even left the newspaper for us, I see. Well, that's an odd note, even in this fantastic difference. Oh. Oh? Read this headline.
2: Ellery, Queen, clear suspect. Ellery, Queen, Queen clear suspect. Notice, Luke, says Max was is not Ruffy Rux.
1: But Ellery, how... That who... fellow on the plane who looked just like me. While we were held here, my double showed up at the DA's office as Ellery Queen. No doubt with the contents of my pocket for identification and cleared Rux. <laughs> <coughs> yuck, yuck, exactly. Rux's revenge. Really very subtle for him. In the last analysis, stupid. How can he make it stick? If he had killed me, he was very careful not to. Nikki, there's something more to this. Come on. Are you the assistant PA in charge of the Google case, Mr. Protherick? Here. Yeah. I'm Ellery Queen. Oh, yes. Come here. Well, question, you, Mr. Queen. You were here only yesterday. I was just cleaning up with this gentleman here. Were you? And suppose I tell you, Mr. Protherick, that this gentleman here... Is Ruffy Ruck. <laughs> oh, come now. You're quite an error, sir. Hillary. I'm not even the ex-suspect. You can
2: pronounce his R.
1: <laughs> Ruffy, repeat after me. Ruffy? My name is Harry Rosell. Repeat. The red rabbit ran wrathfully across the rhinoceros' rear. Uh, the red rabbit ran wrathfully across the rhinoceros' rear. Oh, this is ridiculous, sir. You said you were smart, Ruck, and you are. Spent a couple of months with a good teacher of phonetics and he's corrected your speech defect. Now you can pronounce ours correctly or not, as it suits your purpose, Mister Protheroe. What's this fellow raving about, it. Queen? This is Mister Harry Roselle, as he says. He is not our suspect. I suppose he's a twin brother. That's right. Oh no. Oh yes, they're twin's all right. It's Mister Roselle's brother, Max, whom we suspected of being Ruffy Ruck. That is, before you cleared Max yesterday, Mister Queen. Bill, have Max Roselle come in. When? No, no, it's too corny.
2: Corny or not?
1: There he is. Mr. Protherick, I'm really getting fed up with this one-on-one. Hi, Harry. Hello, Max. Mr. Protherick, this man is Ruffy Rux. If you ask me, Mr. Protherick, this man is crazy. Queen, this is too much. Yesterday you told me Rux is not Max Roselle. Today you say Harry Roselle is. Now you say Max Roselle is. Make up your mind. If will you? you? Will let me I explain. really must get over to the studio, Mr. Protheroe. I'm on call, you know. Yes, certainly, Mr. Isabel. Wait, Howie, I want you to in my car. I'll let them go, Protheroe. Don't you see? This is all part of a plan to discredit my testimony, make me appear confused. You seem to be doing that very well by yourself, Mr. Queen. Oh, sorry about all this, gentlemen. Good, Good after day. So long. Exit, Mr. Rock,
2: laughingly.
1: And now, Mr. Queen, I don't know who this young lady is, but I'm really very... Take your miss- off that buzzer, brother. Oh, see, sit here. Uh, you're going to sit there and you're going to listen. It's incredible. An incredible story. You don't believe me. Why should I? How do I know you are Ellery Queen? This fellow yesterday said he was. Oh, Yes, that fellow yesterday. And he looked more like you than, than, than you do. Hollywood. What? I said Hollywood, Ellery. Actors, it's full of them. And a lot of them down on their luck. Mickey, I could kiss you. Don't strain you. Of course, that's it, Mr. Protherick. The man who impersonated me can't be a member of Rux's gang. It's too coincidental. He was hired for the job because of the resemblance. Find him and sweat him and he'll tell you the story. Find him? Where? Do so I have to do that for you, too? Try central casting over... Oh, wait a minute. No. No, not central casting. Rux wouldn't leave a loose end like him, flapping Now, I think it's quite likely, Mr. Proderick, that you'll find my impersonator in your morgue. It was a lucky pick-up, Mr. Proderick. If that old scow hadn't come along or just that minute, this stiff would have sunk and stayed sunk maybe for years. Mr. Queen, I apologize. This is the man. Of course, he might be Queen, and I might have murdered him. Hadn't you better call my father, Inspector Queen, in New York, brother? I've wasted too much time already. Bill. Yes, hey, sir. We're picking up Max Roselle. again. This time for Keith. He's rough, he rucks. <laughs> That's Roselle House. lights are on, Ellery. Stay back, Mickey. Who's that over there? Where, what? That man running away from the house, Brother Joe, Yo, get that fellow. Hey, you, come back here. Yeah, no surprise possible now. Come on. Queen, hey, wait for us. I've got it. all right. <laughs> all right, hold it, boys. He's had enough. All right, turn that flash on him, please.
2: Why, it's the arsenic sandwich man, Glitch.
1: Rux's torpedo, Brother Rick. You, where's Ruffy Rux? In the house. He's holding on to Glitch. Oh, so it's wide open. Rux? Rux? Glitch, where is he? Right in his room. Yeah, Rock, come on out. Get numbers up, up, Rock. Don't. What's going on here? Police again? Harry Rosette. What's the matter now? Where's my brother Max? In there, Harry, with three bullets in him. What? Apparently, nothing touched on the body. Queen, dollar seventy-nine cents in small change, a wallet stuffed with fifties and hundreds. Certainly wasn't robbery. No, it wasn't. Well, I don't get it. I think, Miss Porter, Rux was getting too smart for his own associates. This was an inside job, all right. Litch, did you rub out Rux? What do I look like? A hero? You admit you found him. I found cold meat, that's what I found. Why was Ruffy Rux killed, Litch? Me, I don't know from nothing. Well, don't all look at me. I didn't do it. Although, heaven knows I've wanted to often enough this past year. Oh, have you, Harry? Ruffy came out here. I hadn't seen him for years, Took over my professional name, my home, threatened my life if I didn't, didn't do just as he said. He killed that fellow Google all right, and he killed that young actor he hired to impersonate you, Queen. My brother was a vicious killer, and I'd like to shake the hand of the man who rid the world of him. Makes nice listening, Harry, but just the same, you had a darn good motive. Joe, you get got that fellow your chased? Sure did. Get in there, you. Well, if it isn't
2: Detective McLagan.
1: So I impersonated an officer, okay, but that's all. Max. When you kidnapped Miss Porter and myself, another charge against you, incidentally. You were one worried tough guy. Why? I got a worrisome disposition, Mr. Queen. You rubbed Ruffy out, Max. You didn't like this deal. He was getting too smart for you. Prove it. Well, one of you three pulled this job, and I will prove it if it takes me a year. It didn't take that long, Mr. Potter. What, Mr. Queen? What did you say? If he said what I think he said. Yes, Nikki. Now I know which one of these three committed the murder. And there, ladies and gentlemen, you have the mystery. Now, suppose you home armchair detectives and our guest in the studio compare solutions. Nicky, will you introduce our guest?
2: Ladies and gentlemen, our guest armchair detective tonight is McCullough St. John's, managing editor of Radio Mirror Magazine.
1: St. John's? Not of the Adela Rogers St. John, St. John, Nicky. Yes, Ellery. I'll have to plead guilty to that one. She is my mother. Well, if having such a famous mystery writer for a mother is any help, you may prove better than the uh, run of the armchair sleuth, right, Max? Don't put me on the spot, Ellery. Any observer of crime knows that things are not always what they appear to be. I learned that much in six hectic years as a police reporter on the New York Mirror. Well, that experience ought to be uh, very helpful. It should put this right up your alley. All right, Mr. St. John's. tell me, who do you think committed the murder, and then tell me why? I think Harry Roselle. He looks like my man. You mean I... Harry Roselle committed the murder and killed Ruffy Rock. That's not the way I see it. Mm-hmm. I think Mr. Rosell is really Ruffy Ruck, rough, and his brother was a front point. Now, I'm not sure I follow you. think Mr. Harry Rosell is the criminal, and Max Rosell, the one who lists, the one who slurred his R's, was right. merely a front man That's right. for the executive behind the scenes. That's the way I see it. I see. Now, do you have any concrete bit of evidence? One bit. Uh, you mentioned at the police station that Mr. Roselle could have taken lessons from a uh, speech. That's of, your evidence. Thank you very much, Mr. St. John. You'll find out in just a moment whether your solution is the correct one. Now, here is Paul Masterson. With the world picture what it is today, it becomes increasingly apparent that we must raise our level of citizenship. With this in mind, the American Heritage Campaign started last September 17th, the day of the 160th anniversary of our Constitution. The Freedom Train, carrying more than 100 of our nation's most famous original documents, is traveling throughout the nation with the message of citizenship for all to join in. Freedom demands that each of us carry out his duties as a a citizen, to vote so that the best man is placed in public office, to take an interest in public issues, and participate in community, state, and national affairs. Let's all actively support our American heritage. Remember, freedom... Is everybody's job? Now look, give me a chance, Frotherick. You yourself remarked when you examined the body that the man's money was untouched—a wallet full of fifties and hundreds. You said, and you said it was a dollar seventy-nine cents in small change. Well, yes, Queen. So what? If this were really the body of Ruffy Ruck, you'd have found three dollars and seventy-nine cents in change. That's a superstition. Right, Nicky, Brotherick. The underworld and the police in the East all know, Rux has never made any secret of it, that he always carries his lucky bucks, as he calls them. Two silver dollars. Never without them, he said so himself. But if Rux is never without them, then this is not Rux's body. But it looks just like... His r- twin brother. Rux, I wouldn't try that. I keep him alive. Yes, this is Harry Rosell's body. After they left your office this afternoon, Broderick, Rux killed his brother, exchanged clothes and effects with the corpse, and no doubt thought he'd pulled his smartest scoop. By taking over his respectable twin brother's identity, he escaped all possibility of conviction for the murder of Google, the dying man who had named Ruxus his as assailant. Fellow's out of his head. Ruffy couldn't pronounce an R to save his life, and you hear me, run, Reed, Harry, ellery I Hillary. suggested the answer for that before. You had secretly had your speech defect corrected so that now you can pronounce R's either way. Don't try it! Yes, Ruffy. You had all the angles. All but one. You held on to your two lucky silver dollars. And it wouldn't surprise me if they're in your pocket right now. Search him.
2: Hillary, are they on him?
1: there, ladies and gentlemen, you have the solution to our mystery. Thank you again, Mr. St. John's, for serving as our guest armchair detective this evening. And as mementos of this occasion, I have for you a copy of my latest mystery anthology, the Queen's Awards, 1947, and a subscription to Ellery Queen's Mystery Magazine. Ellery, what's on the blotter for next week? Well, next week, Paul, we're going to try to pick a potential killer out of a, uh, a rather large number of suspects. How many suspects were there? Ten thousand. Huh? Listen in next week to the curious case Of The Man in the Street. This is Ellery Queen saying good night until next week and enlisting all Americans every night and every day in the fight against bad citizenship, bigotry, and discrimination, the crimes which are weakening America. All names used on this program are fictitious and do not refer to real people, either living or dead. Among the members of tonight's cast were Larry Dobkin, Herb Butterfield, Alan Reed, Virginia Gregg, Louis Van Ruten, Jack Petruzzi, Charles Steele, Paul Fries, and Jack Webb. Music by Rex Corey. Direction by Dick Woolen. Now, here's a special program note. For laugh, don't miss tonight's Willie Piper show, the delightful comedy of what happened on Thanksgiving to one family, including one father-in-law. This is ABC, the American Broadcasting Company. Stay tuned next for Candid Microphone, the entertaining program that brings you the frank reactions of people when they are caught off guard. WJZ, New York's first station. This is Andrew Ryans with otrwesterns.com, where we stream live old-time radio westerns 24 hours a day, 7 days a week, with a special twist. You select the tracks that get to be played. We've got a thousand different episodes from shows like Gunsmoke, Tales of the Texas Rangers, Escape, Gene Autry, and many more. Come check us out at otrwesterns.com slash live. Again, that's otrwesterns.com slash live. You're listening to The Great Detectives of Old Time Radio
0: with Adam Graham. And now, let's get back into the show. Welcome back. Uh, When I heard Jack Webb was in this episode, I had to go back and re-listen to the show to find where Webb appeared. And it was actually at the beginning, he played the character of Reno. However, he played the character with a very slight uh, dialect. And it's actually pretty effective. In his book, My Name is Friday, Michael Haid said that uh, fellow actors at KGO didn't think much of Webb's uh, ability at different voices and dialects. But this was actually a pretty decent accent. I've heard some very corny Southern slash Texan accents. And this one was subtle enough, I actually uh, missed it. Overall, uh, this uh, also reflects the fact with Ellery really coming on as a lot stronger character than we heard in the Carlton Young era. There's a lot more energy, uh, passion, even fight uh, than we would have seen in the these earlier portrayals. And that reflects changes in the detective genre. I think we heard it to a degree with Nick Carter, though Nick was a little bit more action packed to begin with. Though so it's a, I think, fine performances all around. And of course, we do see, uh, hear that same focus of the anti bigotry message that was uh, used on so many programs in this era directly after World War II. All right, well, on to some uh, listener comments and feedback. Uh, Wes uh, comments regarding the episode, The Message in Red. Ah, it kills me the way writers are so blunt about the women involved being unattractive. They did the same thing during Nick the Knife, as if they could understand someone attacking attractive women, but attacking a homely woman just made no sense to them. Uh, It was definitely uh, different times. Then I have an email from Linda who writes, Adam, thank you for the podcast. I listened to them before going to sleep. uh, Then the following morning, replay what I missed by falling asleep. Have you considered scheduling Speed Gibson of the International Secret Police as one of your future shows? They are geared more towards adolescent boys with lots of cliffhangers, but I found them fun. Hearing about the real daring required to fly at that time was interesting. Of course I always wondered how everyone seemed to know about the secret police, but that didn't stop my enjoyment. Uh each show is fifteen minutes. Uh, well uh thank you so much for the tip, Linda. Um, I hadn't considered Speed Gibson. From what I gathered, it was more of an adventure show. But uh, I will take a listen to it in the near future and see if it might fit. Uh, thanks so much for the tip. And there are lots of secrets in old-time radio that really aren't. The biggest thing I'm actually struck by is the man called X is a secret agent. But everywhere he goes, someone uh, announces that... It's the man called X. How about just the man called Ken Thurston? It could be just as anonymous. At any rate, though, it's no secret what's coming up tomorrow. It's the adventures of Philip Marlowe. And then uh, next Tuesday, join us for another episode of the adventures of Ellery Queen. In the meanwhile, send your comments to box13 at greatdetectives.net.